Hey everyone, this is Chris and Tony's Blood and Donuts. Where we talk about and review your favorite horror movies. So grab a dozen. And a point of blood. And let's talk about the 2012 POV found footage film VHS. Hey everybody, welcome to Blood and Donuts. I'm Tony. And I'm Chris. Thanks for joining everybody. Thanks for joining. Yes, absolutely. It's a great day. It's a beautiful day. We want to thank everybody who has subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course the folks watching us and subscribing on YouTube. That thing is absolutely blowing up. We're practically viral now. We are viral. We're Mr. Beast at this point. (laughs) For those of you just joining us, Chris and I have been friends for over 25 years. Back in middle school, our parents would take us to the local rental store. We would rent these B-horror movies, slasher movies, classic horror movies, you name it. We'd be up till 4 o'clock in the morning watching horror films. And then all week at school, we would have these inside jokes. We would have these quotes. We'd be able to talk about these horror films. Not only that, we would give each other our very humble opinions about those horror films. We wanted to somehow recreate that as adults, and that's what you're listening to today, the Blood and Donuts podcast. We upload an episode every Saturday, so make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss anything. We start by sharing some facts and a little bit of an overview, and then we go into our rating before we spoil this thing. Isn't that right? That's right. And uh, so we do our rankings out of donuts. It's a one through 13 donuts. One through four is terrible. Don't go out of your way to spend any money on this thing. Um, five through eight is mid-range. It's worth a rent if you have time. It's not terrible, but it's not elite. Uh, nine through 12 is worth a buy or go see it in theaters if you can. Um, it's It would be really good. Uh, 13 is the Baker's Dozen tier. There is not one movie on this tier yet, Tony, but it is a masterpiece and would probably be in the discussion of the best or most influential or movie of all time. Absolutely. I think we, we came very close with The Thing and uh, another one uh, episode that has not released yet. Not in, uh, But but uh, I almost gave that away, didn't I? <laughs> you did. If I could go back and do it all over again, Tony, yeah. I would probably give The Thing a 13. I, I don't know what, uh, you know, we were just young then. We were just young. Ago, we young. were doing this. I think that I love I love the thing. It's uh, I don't I, yeah. It, it's one of my favorites, but I don't think I again. It's it it is a great movie. It's close. It's close to perfect. Hey, go listen to it, and uh, you can hear our rating. <laughs> How about this? How about this? VHS two thousand twelve. <laughs> That's what we're doing today. This found footage horror anthology film released back in two thousand twelve. It consists of several short horror segments directed by different filmmakers. How about that? Oh, okay. Nice. Interesting. Um, It's anthology format, VHS. Uh, It it consists of um, found footage style. It's found footage style and it's anthology format. That's what makes this a a different film, right? Yeah, it's unique in that way. Um, You know, and we'll talk about, of course, all of these stories. Uh, and at the end, I want to get your opinion on, you know, which one was your favorite oh, or your I, least favorite. I have that. Um, I have that for I you. I bet you have some opinions on that. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the the framing narrative, the overarching uh, story that's involving uh, this group of criminals hired to break into a house and retrieve these specific VHS tapes, only to find a collection of disturbing tapes. Of course, this came out in 2012. By then, VHS was what? It was just out the door, right? We were all DVD. Oh, yeah. Then, so. yeah. You know, Everything uh, was Blu-ray by then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, technology really needs to be dead before it's creepy, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, I I like the format. I guess it's, um, you know, it, it, you have to set up a story somehow. Otherwise, it's just tapes going into a VCR and you're watching different stories. So I agree that there had to be, you know, some guys stumble into a house or they're hired to go into a house. And then they just found all these creepy videos. So there's something there. That part of it's kind of lame, though. But we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. So uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Critics give this a 56%. Audience give this a 41%. On IMBD, it gets a 5.8 out of 10. So not the best scores that you would say. But it was a box office success. And it has spawned 
two or three different sequels. Have you seen them? <laughs> two or no. Um, I've seen the VHS two, VHS and two, I, I VHS like viral, VHS eighty five. There, there's a bunch of there's them. like seven. There's more VHS movies than <clears throat> Halloween movies, and that's saying something. <laughs> um, there's a lot of these, and I mean, I can only assume that they all copy the same format. I did watch two, and I liked it. Okay. Um, especially there's one story in there that was really good. They could have made a whole movie out of. Yeah, I haven't seen all of them. I don't like that it has spawned so many, but they must be doing something right. I mean, somebody's funding these things. Yeah, you know? I've uh, I've heard of VHS, but I never saw it. And um, I always wanted to see it, so I'm glad that when when it came free on Prime, that's basically we we're like, hey, that's on Prime Video. Let's watch that and do that for our next one. Yeah. So when it came up free on Prime, so if you got Prime Video, you need to go watch that. We decided to do that, and I was like, yeah, that's good. This would be a good one. And this is a quite this is a quite disturbing. How did you describe it? POV found footage. No, yeah. What would you would you say it was? It was a a bit. Oh, it's a you know. It starts out a bit rapey. Yeah, um, this film is know, a these, bit. Yeah, it's a bit much for. Obviously, it's too much for kids. You know, there's some sexual assault and stuff in there. Some not fun stuff. So, that's, now, that's, that's but it, it does it does it's make you too much. It makes you wonder if this film would be made today with those elements in there. You know, it probably could. I mean, I I wouldn't. Uh, you know, it would still be released in theaters and stuff. Yeah. I don't see it not being released. It might be toned down a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those elements could still be in theaters, which you know, um, bit too rapey. Yeah. The the ta- the tape titles. So so there's this uh, there's this framing narrative, which is the criminals, mm-hmm. and then there's a uh, there's a tape title for each one. Uh, so we have Amateur Night, which is the first one. That's the one that's a. Uh, includes some sexual assault in it. Second honeymoon, Tuesday the seventeenth. Uh, then there's the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger, and then there's one. There's one more at the end. Uh, I, I couldn't find a good name for it, that. <clears throat> no, it's it's called ten thirty one ninety eight. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So it's Halloween night nineteen ninety eight. Yep. Okay, Halloween night ninety eight. Um, despite mixed reviews, this film was praised for its innovation in the found footage genre and its ability to offer fresh perspectives on horror storytelling. It has um, a it has a cult, you, has a cult following as well. Oh, I, I, maybe that's why there's like 17 sequels or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what so uh, you know, um, I, I was reading some facts there. Um, it said that the the f word was said like 240 times. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> this movie. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, coming off the hills of Blair Witch Project, which said it like almost 200 times. Man, it was it? <laughs> It's bad when you don't even realize it anymore. I, you know what? I didn't even think about it the entire time. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't either. When Tony and I pick these movies, you know, we're, we alternate the choice, and uh, whoever picks this movie gets to go first. So I have no idea what Tony thinks of this movie, and he doesn't know what I think. So um, going into this movie, I had already seen it before a few years ago. The pros, uh, it's a decent story with as little time as possible. You know, they're trying to fit five fully fleshed out stories in a two hour movie, which is hard. So I think they did a good job there. Um, my favorite scene is in the 103198 story where they're running through the house. I know it's CGI and stuff, but it looks really good. Um, the cons, there's too many jumps in the beginning, like a lot of back and forth, a lot of confusion. And the stories, while you could follow, they were short of impressing. They weren't, they didn't finish well, if that makes sense. Um, and the worst scene is the being with the assault. It's kind of lame. Uh, I'm going to give this Tony a rating out of five out of 13. I feel like you could rent this movie, but don't spend very much on it. You know, it's worth a, it's worth a watch, but it's not anything close to elite in my opinion. Okay. What would you give it? Five. Five out of 13? Five out of 13. Yeah. Worth a rent, uh, but it is free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so um, I had never seen this. Um, big fa- found footage, man. Found footage is like it's like a vibe. And so when you put it in, you have to get ready. You're like, man, am I ready for some found footage? Why? Because you're going to be dizzy. <laughs> because you got to be like, what? You know, like what is that? And and all this stuff. And and this one starts off the worst. This is like the narrative. They're 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 smashing things. These guys, these criminals, they're painting on. And I was I was literally I was getting mad. I was like. 
is this whole movie going to be like this? I can't even see. I, what is going on? The narrative that ties this whole thing together is the weakest of the movie. And it'll make you mad. Some of the acting is terrible. Some of, It's just like it's dumb. The best, I agree with Chris, the best segment is at the end when the house is coming alive. And it looks great. But guess what? The narrative has already wrapped up at that point. The, 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 yeah. So, so uh, they killed every guy that went into that house, which you will find out here in the next uh, spoiler alert. So, but, but I mean, the movie is almost a decade old. But uh, so, yeah. and then so, so they wrap up the narrative that's tying everything together, and it's like the last film was thrown in there as an afterthought. It makes no sense, and it's the best one. And so, but, yeah. uh, but so, and so, you could go through, and each segment kind of stands alone on its own. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and so, um, tape 56 is undoubtedly the weakest in this anthology, I believe. Nevertheless, yep. uh, each individual segment, uh, has a little bit of creativity, something deliver, uh, genuinely frightening moments. Uh, amateur night kicks this thing off, um, with a strong note, I believe it's inventive and it actually, uh, they I read somewhere that this actually set a, um, there was a, a film that they made after this. Man, what was it called? I heard about that. Yeah, it was. I I will think of it, and then I will. I'll tell you. But yeah, so that one <laughs> it has a really cool premise to it. Uh, yeah. The sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger takes a disturbing turn, successfully uh, sending shivers down the audience spine. I feel like ten thirty one ninety eight steals the show. I said that impeccable use of visual effects. It uh, it is CGI, but the grainy film really makes it look real. I feel like because it kind of yeah. hides some of those effects like when the window is like closing and stuff like that it's really cool the film uh occurs after the narrative footage concludes i thought that was freaking weird uh the shift in quality intensity might leave the audience wishing for more after a somewhat lackluster initial narrative despite its flaws vhs remains very unique and entertaining i believe um it's sure to leave an impression i was i, I, I was a little i was a, a little I watch a lot of horror films, but I was a little disturbed by some of this. So I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it a seven out of 13 donuts. I feel like if you can get past the narrative and the shaky cam and stuff, because it is a weak narrative and, and it's, I, I say weak narrative, but there's some cool elements about it too. Uh, the, the old, there's an old man sitting uh, in this abandoned house and, and yeah, you're kind of seeing him. I don't know. We'll get into that in a minute. Do his thing. But uh, I think if you can get past that, the individual segments are really cool and worth a watch, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think, you know, this was almost two hours long. I think they could have probably cut out the weakest story and maybe fleshed out a little bit more of the good ones, you know? Yeah. Uh, What what, what was your... uh... Actually, let's go ahead and get into the synopsis, and we'll spoil this thing. What do you think about that? Yeah, that sounds good. So if you haven't seen this yet, we are about to talk in depth about the synopsis and kind of goes scene by scene. It is free right now on Amazon Prime if you're a Prime member. So go check it out and watch and come back. It's not for kiddos, though, so adults only. All right, so we're going to spoilers. All right, VHS synopsis, man. (laughs) Tape 56, the main story arc. The film is an anthology of several stories, all of which feature found footage. Each individual tape is framed by a story called Tape 56. It follows this team of mass criminals that are sent by an unknown person to retrieve a VHS tape from a seemingly empty house. The movie starts by showing the crew breaking into a dilapidated building and sexually harassing young women while holding back the the girl's boyfriend. Yeah, it's just, I mean, these dudes are no good. <laughs> but you got to set up the story somehow, I guess. I yeah, mean, it's, it's you know, weak. you kind of, yeah, you want these guys to die instantly. Yeah, I hate like it. Like, you just... I thought yeah. it was a weird start to a movie. I was just like, this is so shaky. It's making you mad. It's so stupid. Yeah. These guys suck. Right. Uh, they're later down, uh, shown breaking into the house containing the tapes where they find a dead man that has been watching TV. As the team searches for the tape, one member stays behind to view a tape that was already in the VCR of the old man. Yeah. Um, and I guess the setup is okay here. You know, you have a dilapidated old house and there's a, a dead guy. You know, the guy who they thought they might have to fend off, he's already dead or seems to be. But, you know, at this point, you know, you've already watched the trailer. You know what it's about. I'm more interested in the VHSs that they're about to play 
not interested in these guys and what they're doing. So I had you never, I had never seen the trailer, so I didn't know what was going on. So I'm sitting there, mm-hmm. I'm like, what would implore you to walk into a abandoned, creepy <laughs> house with a dead man sitting in the living room with the TV screens are all like blue, like blue screen or fuzzy. There's a bunch of VHS tapes. If you're real criminals and you're really searching for these tapes, you take bags and you take all these VHS tapes and you put them in a bag and you go back home and you watch them. No, not these guys. These guys are, they sit in the room with the, with the dead man and they watch them one by one. And I'm just like, (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're like, whatever. Okay. All right. right. I guess I would. Yeah, do you that. have to get there somehow. At one That's point, funny. they're down in the basement, and a guy, and first off, they're holding their cameras the entire time, which is, yeah. Man, found footage. That's what you're running into in found footage. A lot of times you're like, man, would they pick up the camera? You know, Blair Witch, uh, right. Blair Witch uh, did did it as good as you can, I think, you know? Yeah, I think so too. And some of the stories later on, you know, the spy glasses and the nanny cam Halloween costume, I thought those were great uses yeah. of you can't put the camera yeah. down. And, uh, but well, everything else in here, you're not going to pick the camera up. Yeah, and, and th- there is one that's not really a found footage. He's like he's like kind of Skyping, like an early Skype with his girlfriend. Yeah. So that, I thought that was uh, that was different too. So I like that. Mm-hmm. That was very creative. But this, they're just holding the camera. One, one dude's down in the basement and he goes, I think I just saw somebody walk by. And the other guy goes, you didn't see anybody. <laughs> Man, shut up. You didn't see anybody walk by. Come on, let's keep looking for these VHS tapes. You know what I mean? Instead of just like <laughs> stuffing them and leaving. Like, did you, re- like anybody, anybody, like in real life, you would go, did you really? Let's get out of here. This is creepy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Or, hey, turn on a light. The leader Maybe. orders another man to watch the tape as they attempt to turn a light on. Turn all the lights on. Right. What are they doing? <laughs> the electricity obviously works. The TVs are working. The leader right. orders another man to watch the tape as they attempt to find the others. You stay here and watch these, these find some tapes. <laughs> the leader returns later only to discover that the second viewer has disappeared along with the dead man. He goes downstairs and discovers the decapitated remains of one of his men and is soon chased by the undead old man. The leader manages to make it upstairs where he falls down and is presumably killed by the old man, upon which point the VCR begins to play the final tape. I did like the old man kind of lunges at him and he has like a... Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. And, you know, it's at this point at the end of the movie before the last VHS plays is that, oh, hey, these guys are part of their own little VHS short, you know, because everything else up to this point has just been these dudes messing around in a house. Right. And then at the end, you're kind of like, oh, okay, it's their VHS tape. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. So, so this is, uh, again, what everything we just went over is kind of inner, inner, twined with the ones it's the jumping off point for watching this video so these these guys these criminals are in there and the first tape that they put in is amateur night and um you know it's between movies you're just like you said they're just showing uh these guys in the house getting killed off kind of one by one but nobody leaves they stay there the entire time genius anyway smart the short follows Shane, Patrick, and Clint, three friends who have rented a hotel room with the intent to have some fun, bring women back, and have sex with them. Clint wears a pair of glasses with a hidden webcam inside of them to record the encounter. The three go to a local bar where Shane persuades two girls, Lily and Lisa, to return with them to the hotel room. Right? Um, again, more dudes not being good. Yeah. <laughs> Like all the men in this movie are mostly terrible, but and, and again, I like the spyglass usage to keep the camera up during times of uh, distress. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you you have these three guys. You got this. You got this one. Is he Shane? Who's the Who's the very aggressive, manly? I believe type? that is uh, Shane. Okay. I, I'm not. So so you have this very manly, aggressive man and the uh, guy of the of the friend group and the other two are just kind of dorky guys just kind of tag alongs yeah. you know and he's kind of Patrick is really annoying <laughs> yeah yeah 
And so, and so, the, I mean, you, you, you could tell that he, he's, he's been around, you know, and he, he knows his way around the ladies and they're going to go to the bar and the other two guys are just, you know, kind of using his cue, you know, going by what, what yeah. he does and maybe we can get some girls. We'll see. Right. Yeah. He's kind of the leader. They kind of allude that they're, they're going to make a porno tonight with those glasses. Right. <laughs> right. That's true. Lily seems nervous, but agrees to go with him. Once there, Shane did. Uh, Shane becomes angry with Lisa because she passes out before he can have sex with her. Lily Come seems on, attracted to Clint, who repeatedly goes to and from the bathroom because of a bad reaction to the drugs and alcohol he had earlier. Patrick attempts to have a threesome with Lily and Shane, but Lily refuses him. Clint returns to the bathroom where Patrick joins him and discovers that Lily has severely bitten Patrick's hand. I like you. Yeah, that's what she kept saying. Lily she says that. She goes, <laughs> this is I, creepy. She yeah, so she's she does a very good job. Her her eyes are like um she has like this this like line. You can tell that there's something yeah. you know, you, that there's it something something form. off. Yeah. There's something off yeah. about her and she goes, "I like you." You know, yeah. to uh to <laughs> yeah, to the guy wearing glasses. And so they go home and uh and he's he's kind of a dork. He's kind of uh you know, so so the the manly yeah. guy kind of takes over and kind of pushes him right. out of the way and he goes, you know, and starts making out with her and she seems very disturbed by this. She's just standing there uh, laying there with her eyes open and you're like, Man, this sucks. She's getting taken advantage of. But all of a sudden right. she overpowers him. You know, and like she turns into a crazy person. This uh, one of the other friends comes over there, and he, she bites him, and then he runs. Right. He's like, "Yeah, she just bit me. What is going on?" And then, yeah. So, and then we have this next segment, right? So, right, but um, and so Shane, you have to at least give him some credit. He did not fully assault yes Lisa after she passed out. Good, and so you think, okay, hey, he's all right. You know, he doesn't cross that line yeah. but then yeah like you said he's overly aggressive towards lily yes um and then like we were talking about lily looks perfectly normal in the club yeah in the car you can kind of see like a line forming down her yeah. forehead and she's just kind of progressively gets weirder yeah. and then they like uncover her feet yeah and stuff and it looks really really cool yeah it's really cool and uh so they do they do go out of their way to make you hate the overly aggressive dudes, but mm -hmm. so that make that makes it even better when she kind of comes alive as whatever she is and, and kills them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, the two men peek out of the bathroom and they see Lily just devouring Shane alive. Ouchies. Ouchies. The two try to escape, but they are stopped by Lily. She kills and eats Patrick, of course. Lily then transforms into this vampire-like creature. Clint makes it out of the room, but then he breaks his wrist after falling down the stairs. Lily confronts Clint, but does not attack him. Instead, she repeats, I like you. I like you. <laughs> when he does not respond favorably to her affection, Lily hides in a corner and cries while Clint escapes. This is hilarious. Yeah, I think Clint at this point, you have to kind of buy in, man. You gotta have to go for it. Just say you like her too, yeah. and maybe you'll live in this thing. Yeah. Um, but and I like how he jumps over the bed and just sits there. Yes. <laughs> Run out the door. Yeah, dude. that was weird. So like uh, yeah, he falls down and breaks his wrist. And she's like she so she comes so she finds him at the bottom. Is it a stairwell? Yeah, it's like so she, she finds him at the bottom of like a stairwell, and then she's like, you know, I like you, and then she, I guess he's not responding favorably because he just broke his wrist. So she's like, she. Right. And what's funny is she acts like you know anybody would uh, in that you know like like you don't like me, you know like that kind yeah. of thing, which which I thought was funny after she's just yeah, killed. I think it should be said too that they're both butt naked at this point, right? Yes, I guess they are, aren't they? Huh? Both of them, even uh, he is too. He's got jeans uh, on. He might be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he might have something on, but yeah. He had and the effects with the wrist looked really good, by the way. Yeah, it did. It looked like, ooh. Yeah. I don't want to break my wrist. He attempts to ask for help from strangers around the hotel, but is stopped by Lily, who has shown her true form as a winged succubus and carries Clint off into the sky. So you're just seeing this like POV 
of him just get, like getting, it just starts floating, and you're like, oh my goodness, she's got wings. Yeah. This is this is kind of cool. And uh, his web his webcam glasses fall to the ground at, at some point. And I thought it was durable him. too. They don't break. <laughs> I thought it was him after all that falling. I thought she dropped him. No, just the glasses. Um, and yeah, this is like my second favorite scene. Um, it was a really cool POV shot because all you see is just the camera shaking violently. Yeah. And then you can kind of like see the city lights below and you're like, holy crap, he's up in the air. And so, because, you know, you don't see her wings until he kind of looks up and sees them. So you don't know that she's carried yeah. him off. Um, so that was a very cool effect there. Yeah, it was a cool one. I, I like this one. I thought it was, I thought it was very inventive and cool. And by the way, I said earlier, I was going to think of that movie. I have it in my notes right here. It inspired a 2016 American horror film called Siren. Siren. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Have cool. you seen that? I do remember hearing about that. No, I haven't. But I've uh, heard that that was a very heavily taken from, from the short, if you will. Next segment, second honeymoon. A married yeah. couple, Sam and Stephanie, they go out to the West for their second honeymoon, and they rent a hotel room. The couple visit a Wild West-themed attraction where Stephanie receives a prediction from a mechanical fortune teller. The prediction says that she will be visited by a loved one. Later that night, while at the hotel, the couple is visited by a strange woman. The events, the events are not shown on camera, but she asks for a ride in the morning. Right. Um, and they could have shown the stranger here, but, but uh, they didn't. Whatever. I love the fortune teller. Yeah. Um, I'm going to see if I can get one for the house. Cause yeah. What, what did he what did he hey, who, partner hey partner come on i'll tell your fortune <laughs> he's like an old is he like a gold miner like an old 40 yeah, it's guy? like a gold mining step, fortune teller hey partner it. step right up <laughs> it was i was good that sounds like something we would go take part of like oh, let's check it out <laughs> so yeah like uh this is this is a good this is a good one i thought it, i mean it, it was it legit really yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't the best, but I it did have a surprise ending, uh, yeah. which I like because I was again. You've seen this; I haven't seen this, so I thought so. I was legitimately like, at one point. Well, well, let me let me read the next part. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so they're at a hotel room. These mm -hmm. two, they they so they're on this like second honeymoon. You could tell that they're out west and stuff. They seem like they're having a good time, right? They're back at the hotel. He's trying to film her and stuff. Yeah, yeah back, back at the hotel room, he tries to film her, and he's like, he's like, hey, you know, take your shirt off and show some <laughs> stuff. And she's like, I don't want to. Put the camera down. I mean, you know, like she like seems a little off put by that. She's but, the most realistic woman in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> so like so they they seem like they're having a pretty good job, uh, a pretty good time, and mm -hmm. uh, all of a sudden, so they hear a knock at the door. And it shows that on camera, and then uh, obviously they put the camera down because that's normal. They stopped filming, so yeah. that was kind of cool. That's true. Yeah, and then she goes, she. But then they pick the camera up, and she goes, uh, "Tell the camera what what just happened." He goes, "It was weird. This this girl, kind of, uh, knocked at the door, and she was asking for a ride in the morning, and I thought that was weird, and I just had a bad feeling about her." And then, like, which what I thought was like a little over dramatic because at one point they're just sitting there. And he's like, "She's like, are you gonna call the police?" And he's like, "I mean, should I? Uh, you know, like about somebody asking for a ride at a hotel. You know, like right. why would you call the police?" Yeah. yeah, that that's a bit over dramatic. And I know that one thing would just terrify me at a motel is a knock on the door. Mm hmm. That would just scare me, like just yeah. drop me cold, man. That's yeah. too creepy. No, thank you. No, I'm good. Yeah, just hide in the closet. Sam, Don't make a sound. We're yeah. not here. We're not even here. Sam declines her request, and the girl leaves later. When Sam and Stephanie go to sleep, there's an unseen camera wielder entering the room and silently watching them both, and even softly touches Stephanie's skin with a switchblade. The per yeah, oh, I'm creepy. sorry. Yeah, that is very creepy. Yeah, no, that's 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 creepy. And I mean, I guess you're right. This is kind of the most realistic short there is. You know, yeah. this is the most. This could definitely happen. And I mean, it looks like it did. It was recorded. So well, um, right before they go to sleep, I'm trying. You know, because the, they're. I mean, right. I'm alert at this point because there's a girl knocking at the door. I'm wondering what's going to happen. They lock the door and then they put that lock on the hotel door. It seemingly mm -hmm. that makes it impossible that you have to you have to unlock it from the inside. You know what I'm talking right. about? It's like that one that you put yeah. on. So so at some point, somebody opened that for 
somebody. Somebody yeah. opened something for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, though. <laughs> I don't know how to say somebody. Uh, like so, so it shows uh, them locking the door. And but at some yeah. point, that locking mechanism, which it can only be undone from the inside, was unlocked for somebody mm-hmm. to get in. And I'm just assuming it's a dude at this point because you don't see their face. You know, I didn't even right. think about it being the girl. You know, um, I yeah. don't know. I don't know what's going on. And so, so, so uh, they go to the girl. They go to uh, the honeymoon woman, and they like kind of take the blanket off, and they have a switchblade. And you're like, is he going to kill? You know, is he going to kill her? And then the person leaves her alone, steals a hundred dollars from Sam's wallet, goes into the bathroom where we can see them in the mirror, and that person's uh, the person is a woman wearing a mask. She puts Sam's toothbrush in the toilet. The next day, and then yeah. it cuts to Sam. It cuts to Sam using that same toothbrush the next morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just brushing away. Yeah. Ugh. And Sam is like, uh, you know, later in that, in the, on down, they're down the road, and he's like, did you steal $100 out of my wallet? Uh, and this is why I don't stay at motels like that. Yeah. I'm just too afraid of somebody doing that to my toothbrush. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just too open. It's too risky. Yeah. So I don't, I don't stay in places like that. Yeah, I feel you. That was disgusting. Yeah. That's the I mean, scariest they, part about this whole short. Yeah, is the toothbrush. <laughs> she really got in there, too. She was like, Ugh. yeah, she really she did. She was getting like up under where the water comes <laughs> out. Ugh. <laughs> like the uh, worst but that's what gave it it was it was gonna be pg-13 until that and right. now they had to make it r like the association PG was 17. just like the association was like no nah, we can't we can't put no. that in a film you are disgusting <laughs> it's gonna be banned in some country <laughs> what's next are you gonna like lick donuts and put them back too you are savages on the final day before they leave, the masked woman comes into the room again and murders Sam in his sleep by stabbing him in the neck. This is pretty gruesome. It's like thick yeah. red blood, and he's like gurgling. It's like a gruesome. He immediately spits up the blood. Yeah. Oh, God. It's very gruesome. The camera shows the killer and Stephanie kissing in the bathroom, implying that Stephanie planned this with her lover, as told in her fortune. Her loved one. The loved one, which the fortune said. The two leave. And Stephanie asked the girl if she erased the footage. Ah, so Stephanie was uh, she has a girlfriend, and she planned mm-hmm. for her girlfriend to come along on this second honeymoon and kill her husband for her. Yeah, a clever twist on the end there, um, <laughs> and is the most believable. And I thought it was really sudden too. It was almost like a jump scare. Yeah, with the knife going into the neck or the scalpel or whatever it was. I love that. Uh, I love that you just said clever twist on the end there, which was uh, which is a quote from Matthew Perry. God rest his soul, mm-hmm. rest in peace from Almost R. Heroes. R. We love the Almost Heroes. That's not a movie that everybody liked. <laughs> it's not. Go watch that instead of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They, nobody likes Almost Heroes. We're the only two people on earth who likes Almost Heroes. We quote. I it. try to quote it all the time and i get no responses except yeah. from you but matthew perry is in that movie and he does a great job like uh chris hates friends but loves almost heroes and matthew perry in that he did and of course chris farley i mean who can you know beat chris farley? how much hate you're gonna give me on the internet for hating friends people I'm, are gonna come after me i'm sure horror enthusiasts <laughs> love friends you know what I love? I just love a good, I love a good slasher. And then I love Chandler Bing <laughs> and Lisa Kudrow and that song. That his, I guess that's his name. Yeah. In, in and the show. Friends. Yeah, yes, it is. I grew, hey, I I grew up with Almost Heroes quote in Midsommar too. So. Oh, did you? Don't you know any other Oh, teams? yeah, 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 you did. <laughs> Can you fit one in every podcast? I wonder. That's the question. I'm going to try to now. It's, yeah, a, it's a thing. It's going right? to be an Easter egg. It's kind of like uh, Sam Raimi using that same car in every movie that he makes. <laughs> you put an Almost Heroes quote in every podcast that you make. I'm going to try. Yeah. The next one is Tuesday the 17th. Four friends, Wendy, Joey, Spider, and Samantha visit Wendy's hometown. They go into the woods where Wendy leads her friends aimlessly through the trees. As the group continues to film, the footage shows strange glimpses of bodies, and Wendy starts telling Joey scary and confusing things. This is the weakest, on my, in my opinion. 
<laughs> this is not yeah, this is not uh, my favorite. She tells she tells Joey scary and confusing things like you're all gonna die out here. I did I like that quote. I did I would like have that a lot quote. more questions right away. Like he's yeah. just like, What? Yeah, you think and they would later that, he brings it up. Like, yeah. no, you have to talk now. Yeah. What they, are you talking they, about? They get high and they go, What do you mean earlier when you were like, <laughs> You're all gonna die out here? What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what that means. I didn't like this one. This is not my favorite. This is stupid. Yeah, um, I would agree. The group rests near a river. They smoke marijuana. Is that how you say mm. that? Mar- Mar- I think so. Mary Joanna? It, there's a J in there. Oh, so. that's not, marijuana. Joey asks Wendy about what she was saying before. She starts to talk about accidents that she had with old friends and a mysterious man, but she laughs and everyone believes that she's just joking. Spider and Samantha get away from the site, but Samantha is killed by something unseen. The glitch killer. Unseen because her eye popped out yeah, there. there it did. Uh, she gets stabbed right in the back is, of the head. Yeah, it was like a hatchet or something he threw, and it knocked out her uh, skull, uh, her eye out of her skull. This is a well, throw down the camera and run moment, Yeah, not a hold it and stare so that's why I think this is probably one of the weaker yeah. ones because the camera being upright the whole time is just totally unbelievable. But she was killed by the glitch killer. What is the glitch killer? You don't like the glitch killer, Tony? I hate the glitch killer. He's an killer. enigma. I hate him. How did they like I don't get it. Like you need and she set a trap for the for the glitch killer? That's what she <sighs> The whole premise yeah. of this is she's like my friends died many, many years ago here by the glitch killer. So I brought y'all and as bait so I could kill him. So we get it. Yeah. yeah. And I set up traps by myself <laughs> in the woods without the glitch killer killing me so that we could come back and trap him and kill him. Do, do, do. Makes a lot of sense. That is, uh, it's genius, actually. But it's a, a well, what's funny, it's Tuesday the 17th, so it's another segment that has a date attached to it. Yeah, I just noticed that. I don't, I don't get it, I guess. It's whatever, Tuesday the 17th. There's no, it says nothing about that, you know, in this short. I don't think, not that I caught. Yeah, it's crazy. Spider tries to run, but is soon killed as well. The bodies are dragged away, and Wendy uh, comes and finds the camera. And then heads back. When she returns to Joey, she finds that he has just uh, come uh, come back from swimming in the river, and she awkwardly offers him uh, sex. Joey becomes frustrated with Wendy, who explains that the others were killed, and she only brought them here as bait to bring in the killer, who terrorizes her and killed her friends when she was younger. Yeah, um, I'll, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> I like the gore. The story is so weak. That you're just kind of like, okay, what's next at this point? Yeah, this is a. Ter- is that how you were feeling? Yeah, I don't. I didn't like this one at all. Um, yeah, I didn't like it at all. It was not. It was not scary. Yeah. It was not. I guess a little unsettling. I guess if you can really suspend your disbelief, which you can to a point. I mean, the the other two that we've talked about already. You know, those are you know pretty fleshed out, pretty good. They could have cut this and just expanded on one of those other ones a little better. Yeah. Watch this be somebody's favorite. Like, like what? You don't like the glitch killer? That's like <laughs> you the don't best like one. Tuesday the seventeenth, bro. Yeah, that's like the best one. <laughs> There's a VHS spinoff of just this short. <laughs> this was <laughs> like this was directed by Wes Craven. Like this this particular one. Now I I did hear that the direct <laughs> like some of the directors were like they're like big horror guys now. Like wow. Uh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the directors like I didn't read them all off, but they're like they're like big guys. Cool. So this is like a springboard for for a lot of them. The killer comes again, and that we see that the person is a silhouette of a man covered by technical glitches. According to Wendy, he has a supernatural power, and uh, he's supernatural powers, and allow him to teleport and hide his appearance on camera. Though we do see that his face is red, and what is mostly blood. The man kills Joey by slitting his throat. Yeah, just another weird kill. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this point, if your girlfriend is, I guess it's his girlfriend, yeah, is offer, awkwardly offering you stuff and told you you were going to die earlier, just it's time to go, I think. Yeah. But 
It's weird. Wendy runs away, yep. and we see that she has previously made traps to stop the killer. The first few traps fail, but she eventually stops him with a spike trap. Wendy gloats that she has finally caught him, and and people will believe her now. However, she what turns around. What are you around. waiting for? Yeah. Sorry. What are you waiting for? <laughs> uh, she turns around only to see that the glitch man has escaped. She runs away but falls down and tells and tells the camera and whoever is watching to never come to this area. The killer then pounces on her and guts her with a knife as the film ends. The glitch killer with supernatural powers. You thought you could catch him with wooden spikes and it would be okay. Uh, and again, how did she set up the traps without getting killed? Yeah, in the woods. Well, he needs like he needs was. like four four people to come out. You know what I mean? If you're a get, if you're uh, a glitch killer, you're not gonna come out from one person. You, you need read like up on the lore on glitch killers. Yeah, you? you need like three or four to get a good glitch killer to come. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop saying glitch killer. Yeah. The next segment. Week. This this is a strong segment. I like this one. I thought this one was very interesting. Yeah. You don't yeah. like it? It's okay. You don't no, like we'll, it? We'll get into it. I like some parts of it. The sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger. A woman named Emily and her boyfriend James are video chatting, kind of like Chris and I are doing right now. Mm -hmm. And they talk about her apartment being haunted. James does not believe this, but recorded uh, scares around the apartment uh, do occur. Meanwhile, Emily discovers a strange bump in her arm. Yeah, um, and I thought this story could have been better Um I would have still kept it in, you know, I wouldn't have cut it like the last crap, but I'll get into why I don't like it here in a bit. I thought this was this part, but yeah, it could have been better, uh, could have been stronger. And I, like you said, I did like the usage of a Skype call as far as part of the found footage. You know, I thought that was a pretty good use of that yeah. where you don't have a camera up the whole time that's totally disbelievable so yeah so i mean like obviously he's uh they're like in this long distance relationship and she's chatting mm -hmm. with him you know while he's probably at college or finishing off like his masters or something like that you just assume that and she's like my apartment's haunted i heard well it starts off with like i heard footsteps this is where i heard the knocking last night and he's like the knocking mm -hmm. huh what are you talking about and uh yeah and it just progressively gets worse as it goes she sees visions of young children appearing in the night, and she's she tried to ask her landlord if anyone has ever died in this apartment, thinking that the child is a spirit. The landlord denies this, and then more scares continue to happen. One day, Emily wants to go into a room and search with her eyes closed. James guides her, and she soon faces two children, a boy and a girl, who attack her. So um, at this point, like she has, uh, she's getting on the Skype with her boyfriend and she's like, there's this thing in my arm mm -hmm. and she's like, it, it kind of itches and then it progressively gets worse. At one point she like picks at it, doesn't she? Uh, she was like digging in the hole in her arm, which yeah, it was pretty gory. But uh, he, he almost acts like he's a doctor or like a med student because he goes, he goes, yeah. he goes, stop picking at it. I will look at it when I, when I come to see you. Yeah, but what there? What is there to look at? She's she's digging under her skin. I can barely get a splinter out without like passing out. She's, she's like in there a couple inches deep. It's like she like holds her arm up here. <laughs> There's something wrong with my arm. It's like a, she's like finger deep in her arm hole. <sighs> so gross. Emily appears unconscious as James quickly enters the room with the children, and it's shown that they're working together. As James has always been. And uh, with her in the apartment, and he extracts a strange fetus-like thing from her back. Do do do. Yeah, that's pretty gory. It was almost hard to watch. He's like digging in her back and all that. Yeah. Um. And here's where I get confused, Tony. I don't understand. You know the evil people here. I mean, obviously James is a bad guy. Is that his name, James? Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know he's obviously a bad guy. So no good dudes in this movie. Um, but is it ghosts? Is it aliens? It can't be both, right? It's that's like, what I'm confused. They on. do glow green. I noticed. Okay, they're like alien type ghost type things, Chris. Right? They're but alien ghosts. It can't be both. You can't do that. You can't do that. Is that against the law? No, you're not allowed. Yeah. So apparently, 
the boyfriend is in on this, right? So, 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 uh, but so, so he comes in the room and he goes, how, like, how long, how long are we going to do this to her? She's not going to live through this, you know? Right. He does say that he's like, he's almost like, it's almost like he's roped into this and he has to do it, uh, that they're making him do it. But you don't know, like Chris said, you don't know what they are. You know, they're ghosts, right. they're aliens, they're something is making him do this. And he has this elaborate scheme where he's off at college, but uh, really he's next door. And he's getting yeah. and he's getting her to like check on like bumps and stuff in the night. And then she goes in there and then these kids, these ghosts, these aliens, again, you don't know what they are. <laughs> it doesn't explain, does something to her and plants a fetus like thing inside of her to, to create more of these ghost like things. Right. It's a weird story. Yeah, and as it's, it's unfolding, weird, you're just like, huh, interesting. Um, yeah. With some concern for her well being, he asked them, how many times are you going to need him to remove it before no more grow inside of her, as well as the tracking device implanted in her arm? They respond with inaudible whispers and he prepares to break her arm and bruise her eye to make it look like a car accident again before noticing Ouch. that her webcam is still on. He turns it off and the scene jumps forward to Emily take, uh, talking to James with a black eye and her arm in a splint. And I'm guessing like, like they, they do talk and we'll get to that in the next paragraph. They kind of like go to, she has to go to the doctor and you're like, man, surely the doctor sees that she has a huge <laughs> slit in the back of her back. Yeah. So I guess he set her up with a doctor and like a fetus in there, you know, during the x-ray. Yeah. yeah. See that. Well, so uh, it looks like uh, somebody knocked you out, cut it into your back and you have an alien fetus. <laughs> Can we do anything yeah. else for you today? Or <laughs> you actually have to schedule another visit. Yeah. If we're going to talk about the, the cold you've had. That... <laughs> we can't talk about them. Same visit. Yeah, so. well, it looks like somebody knocked you out, put a fetus inside of you, broke your arm and blacked your eye. Well, you good? You good with that? Here's a take some Tylenol. <laughs> right. She tells James uh, and, how. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah. So real quick, and at this point too in the movie, and you probably noticed earlier is that none of these stories end with a good guy winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like you already know that this dude's gonna be bad. She's not gonna make it. And all that kind of stuff, you know, it's kind of predictable there. That's another little con that I didn't like, but I couldn't get into it earlier. No happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Give me one, you know, I, I feel you. She tells James how she went to see the doctor that he recommended who diagnosed her with having a mild form of schizophrenia, making her believe that the ghosts were all in her head and that she ran in front of a car and doesn't remember. They hang up and the video cuts to James talking to a different lady. And it is shown that he is going to repeat this same process. Yeah. So the yeah. girl. Yeah. So she's doing the same exact thing. Right. That's just terrible dudes in this movie. Yeah. I, you know, I, I did. Like I said, if it was, give me one of the two. It's got to be aliens. It can't be like ghost kids. Like these kids were there and then they weren't. You know, I just that's the one thing I didn't like it. I thought this one was. You didn't like it. Okay. Um, I liked it because it wasn't shaky cam. Yeah, it wasn't. True. I mean, but, so I, yeah. I did like the uh, I did like the Skype premise. I was like, okay, this is a good change of pace. Yeah, it's definitely a unique usage of that, which that's the part I did like. But the story was just too weird for yeah, me. I get it. Um, so the 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 narrative VHS fifty six ends at that point, and mm -hmm. like so, all the guys inside of the house are dead. But then again, this one plays ten thirty one ninety eight. This last segment plays yep on it's the best one on its own it is it's yeah it's by far the best um chad matt tyler and paul dressed in halloween costumes as the unabomber a pirate a nanny cam and a marine respectively head out to a halloween party at a stranger's house but soon find that the house is deserted they get in through the back and think that the house is actually a haunted attraction Right. And this would be fun. This would be something we would go to. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, oh, hey, a stranger, they got this house set up. Um, and it's kind of similar to the thing that uh, me and Jessica did uh, a few weeks ago downtown. It was, uh, you know, a little haunted cocktail party. Uh, and they had stuff like that, little special effects here and there. So it was pretty cool. 
And again, I like the uh, the nanny cam bear that's like built into his hat or something that he can't put the cam down. So that's pretty good. Yeah. And these are actually good guys. Like they're, they seem nice. They're not like going out to assault anybody. They're just going to like look for a scary house, you know? Yeah. So yeah, the, exactly. They just having a, having a good time. You can, they're probably college age because uh, you know, you see the guy at the beginning, he has his, he has his uh, Halloween costume on. He's running through the house and he has like this redneck roommate. Who's like, <laughs> Uh, your dumb friends are here, you know, and he got any, he, he I'm taking this crap down at midnight. I'm taking it down midnight. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's like, uh, do you want to come out? It would be a fun time. Uh, no, you know, so he's like real bad about that, yeah. but they, they get in the car. It's almost like they don't know where they're going. Right. Yeah. I noticed that too. Um, cause yeah, I finished that this morning, but yeah, there, it's not a, like on a map or something. Yeah. They're following some, somebody's direction. Yeah. They get lost. So GPS mm-hmm. was not. I guess I think GPS was out. If you had a Tom Tom back then, you know, do you remember the Tom Tom? Yeah, do you remember the yeah. Garmin and the Tom Tom? I remember, like, I would rent one of those from the. Uh, this is this is how old I am. You would go rent a car, and you would you could for like six extra bucks, you could get a Tom Tom or a Garmin, uh, and they, you could put it in that in the car. And like, if you're driving down to Florida or something like that, you could have the GPS going. So that was kind of cool. Hey, that beats MapQuest printed directions, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did that as well. That's <laughs> hilarious. They're, like, searching for this house. I, they stop at one, and they're like, okay, that's not it, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go to another yeah. one, and it's kind of abandoned. Um, as they search around, the camera comes from Tyler's na- uh, nanny cam in his bear costume and shows distorted visions of ghosts. The friends hear loud chanting from the attic and interrupt a group of people who are seemingly assaulting this bound young woman. What would you th- what'd you think about that? So they're, they're walking around. The house looks creepy. I, I thought that was cool. I mean, so don't his friends like jump out the hallway and they're like, oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. So creepy. Yeah. And then meanwhile, he's looking at like a ghost girl on the stairs. He gets like a flash so, like, of it. Yeah. There's all kinds of like creepy stuff going on in the house. Um, but then yeah, upstairs is kind of like serious, yeah. like real people. It's, it's getting serious. Up yeah. There. So th- these, yeah, these friends, they they walk into this, it's seemingly an empty house and mm-hmm. they're like, they're like, where's the party at? But you can hear something's going on upstairs. So they're assuming the party's upstairs and this is just staged to seem kind of creepy for the, for the Halloween party. And, but the yeah. guy who's holding the camera, the nanny cam, he's kind of, uh, he's seeing a flash of like a little girl while the other three are just running around looking in the closets, trying to scare each other and stuff like that. Uh, very realistic type stuff. Yeah, for sure. This is a good story. They think that this is a joke at first, but soon realize that the truth when the, uh, the yeah, they go upstairs and they see this, these, these, this guy, he's saying he's preaching. He's almost like, uh, and then on the fourth day, God came and he's like saying these very loud, like verses yeah. and stuff. And then you go up there and there's like these three or four men and this girl who's probably in her twenties in a white gown and she's bound at her feet and at her legs. And, uh, and like he's holding, is there a dagger that he's holding in his hand? Yeah. It looks like some kind of sacrificial. Yeah. They're doing some kind of... And then the guys join into the chant, yeah. Yeah, they're doing some type of ritual. And the guys, like, join into the chant. And, uh, yeah, it's hilarious. And they look at him, they're like... They think it's a joke. Yeah, they think it's a big joke. This is part of the party, you know? And they look at him, they're like, you can't be here. You shouldn't be here, you know? They think this is a joke at first, but they soon realize that the truth, when the leader assaults the woman violently and strange hands emerge from the walls and the cult members are pulled up to the ceiling. Yeah, pretty cool effects there. I liked it. Yeah, so you're seeing that you're seeing the men who are uh is seemingly assaulting this this young lady. You're seeing you're seeing mm-hmm. them get dealt with pretty severely. They're getting they're getting, you know, yanked up into the ceiling one by one. And so the the guys, our trick or treaters, our our Halloween part, our trick or treaters, our Halloween partiers, uh, college partiers, they run. They're I mean they're scared to death, you know. They get downside, yeah. and then they're like, "Man, we have to, we have, we gotta go rescue the girl." They're almost out the door, and then the nanny cam guy's like, "Hey, whoa, 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 she's really in danger up there. Let's, we can't leave her like that. Yeah. So gotta go back up there." Yeah, they did not realize that they're interrupting this like exorcism type deal. Right. Like some kind of sacrifice almost like yeah. she's going to get sacrificed or something. And 
that's probably a pretty creepy aspect too. You know, you've already been through the house, you've you've seen a creepy girl, and now you're you're back at the beginning. You got to go back through the haunted house to get yes. to the girl again. Yes, and then so uh, and and then through all this, you're seeing the house come alive, and these are cool oh, effects. Yeah. Like the window on the door, kind of like it closes, and that was a cool effect. And you're seeing the hands like come out trying to grab them. Yeah. They they go, they take her, they get her, they lunge at the guys, they cut the the ropes, which is uh, in hindsight, it's the dumbest thing that they've ever done in their entire lives. They save this uh, <laughs> demonic woman and then they carry her downstairs and they're like oh we can't get out the front door because the handle goes missing but they somehow they go to the basement this creepy basement and you know and then they find a way yeah. out of the, like the storm cellar which which i guess you're, you're like if the house is alive how could they get through the storm cellar right right and this scary movie the good guys go down the stairs and not up the stairs <laughs> i like, like that. let's go down to the creepy cellar right they exit and get out that way. Yeah, it's smart, right? They exit through yeah. the basement and they get into the car. When they begin to question the woman, she disappears, reappears besides the beside the window as a demon-like figure. The car starts to move by itself. The friends witness the woman leave into the night, and then they realize that their car is on the train tracks and that the doors are sealed shut. They attempt to break the windows as the train is approaching. The final video ends as the friends are killed by the oncoming train. Wow. That was the most sad for these guys because they were actually good guys or tried to be. Um, and it was really cool usage of like the ghost just, you know, vanishing out of the car. They're they're trying to console her. The two guys in the front, you know, they're arguing about where they are because they can't find where they're at on the map. Right. You know, so they're trying to figure out how to get out of there. The two guys in the back are trying to console the the girl who they think is just a normal lady who got, you know, damsel in distress. Right. Turns out she reappears outside the window and is going to kill him with a train. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a real, it's really well done as far as like uh, just the story, because there's different twists and turns. Obviously you're, you're part of the audience. You think that the girl is in distress and that they're tying her up and they're going to do something bad to her. But, you know, mm-hmm. and, but then you figure out, oh, no, they were trying to exercise her. And uh, and these guys who thought they were doing a good thing pretty much just ruined the whole thing and uh, and put their town at uh, at risk because now she's roaming the streets and they're dead. Mm-hmm. Sad, but predictable. end. you knew that they weren't going to make it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By this point, you know, yeah. at the end of the movie, you know, they're going to die. Absolutely. What's your final thoughts about VHS, Chris? All right, so I'm going to go through my favorite to least favorite um, shorts here. Obviously, 103198 was my favorite, um, followed by Amateur Night. Um, I did like that one. I'll say the second Honeymoon would be third. I'll go with Emily as four, and Tuesday the 17th is my least favorite. Those are good. What about you? Um, I would say number one, I would go with 103198 would be my number one. I think you did that as well. Number mm-hmm. two, um, let's go with, I would say the siren one. What is that one called? Mm-hmm. Amateur night. Yeah. That's Am- what I had to. Yeah. So I have number two, amateur night. And then number three, I would go with <sighs> second honeymoon. Glitch murder. Come on. Glitch murder. I'd say second honeymoon, then Tuesday the 17th, and then 56 as the the final, the thing that holds it up. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we I count that. that one off. Someone directed it. I wrote so. it off. Yeah. But I, I <laughs> wish, true. yeah. Um, I, I wonder what two VHS two. Did you like that one? Do you like that sequel? Um, I can remember two of the stories from that one. I don't remember all of them. Yeah. But um, I did like the two that I remember a lot. I thought they were really good, and they could have been standalone movies. And it was a, it, it was definitely more gory. The second one was, okay. um, and a lot more creepy too. I I liked probably two. I liked better than one for sure. Found footage is, like I said, it's a vibe, so you have to be in the mood for it because you have to be ready. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be shaking around, and I'm going to have to, yeah. It's it's something. Yeah. It's not. For sure. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, most films, you just, you just let, sit back and, and let the film come to you, and you just push play, and you can kind of, but via, found footage, is it's different in, in that regard. Yeah, and this one definitely just comes kind of straight at you, and, you know, it's it's pretty in your face right from the beginning. Yeah. But that being said, it, it was different. Um, I had never, I, I personally had never seen a found footage like that. So I thought it was, I thought it was very clever 
in that regard. And I can see why it has a cult following. That does it for this episode of Blood and Donuts. Thanks so much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Check out our other episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Stop by our YouTube channel, Blood and Donuts Podcast. Until next time, this has been Chris and Tony's Blood and Donuts. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.